We have a brand new Guess Who. We'll be talking Lions. We'll be talking Detroit Pistons. It's their big draft night. We'll have a brand new movie trailer, some music, all that and more on the AG Podcast. What's it like in the journalism program? Hi. That's why last week he's like, ah, fuck this guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck this guy. You're cool, but fuck this guy. Someone, uh, whoever does uh, does their Twitter account, was offended by what the HG podcast had to say on Twitter. <laughs> all controversial now. This is the- Nowhere. You know why? Because they just thought of this shit last week and they put in a movie. Now. So I'm not have to worry about catching anything from Jake or vice versa. So he's good. Uh, Catch so some manners, Darren. All your uh, asshole attitude is rubbing off on you, finally. <laughs> It only took about three years. So, hey, I wonder how long that recording session was. Okay, Ben, you ready? Yeah. I. All right, thank you. We're done. It'd be nice. I'm going to give it a solid 2.5 out of 5. Oh, wow. Oh, right. Welcome to the ADG Podcast. I'm Jacob. Darren's here, and uh, we're, we're back for another good show today. What's up, Darren? What's going on, Jake? How are you, my friend? Oh, uh, you know, just... Uh, Getting off my coffee high, just taking oh, a detox day from that and uh, hanging out. Day. Yeah, yeah. Coffee two days in a row for me is all good. With, with, hold on. Without coffee? Yeah. Oh, you're going taking, full taking, cold taking a, turkey. Taking a break a couple days, you know? Oh, and have you been noticing the difference? No, it doesn't matter. I've been, no. You know, no. So this is, this is you, coffee, without coffee, it's the same guy. Yeah, pretty much. It's just oh. uh, you know, it's just how long my night's gonna go. It depends oh, on how many coffees I, I need to have. I, Today's I, gonna be an early night. Early night tonight? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's Jake's the Pistons so, draft. Nobody gives Jake's a shit. Jake's so excited. He wants the. <laughs> he wants the. He wants to see those Pistons jump up in the draft. Maybe get uh, another ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me some Lamelo yeah. over here. Lamelo, no. little Lamelo. Start up the franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, it's funny. I, I just realized. Yeah, I just realized he actually played in Australia. Yes, that's that's crazy. Yeah, you probably want to get as far as you probably want to get as far as away from his dad as possible. <laughs> that's a good point. But anyway, let's yeah. let's start with sports. What you got, yes. Darren? Well, Jake, if you listened last week to my rant about the Detroit Lions after suffering back-to-back blowout losses, I had enough of the team. I didn't mm-hmm. want to watch the team. Ooh. I could care less what the team does. What happens? They won. They won. They beat the pathetic Washington football team, a team that doesn't even have a nickname because their last nickname is considered racist. Uh, uh, And so, but but the good news is I didn't watch the game, Jake. I was uh, I I was doing a an event for uh, Mm -hmm. a worthy cause for uh, for, uh, uh, supporting Movember. With the, oh. the Canadian, the Canadian Cancer Society, so right. I, I was much rather be doing that than watching the Lions. But I did happen to get home and see the highlights, and which I said oh, I would, I, I would see the highlights. But Jake, now I, I know you're like me, and you, and you, and you don't watch, you don't devote time to this team anymore. Uh, but I heard something that they blew a 21 point lead. Is this true? Yes, it is true. Uh, and I actually did watch most of this game. You because did? Because I had, I had oh, nothing right. to do so, so, on so Sunday. Me in. 
So please tell me. I don't want uh, to. You don't <laughs> want blows. to. No, because <laughs> watching, it's everything you'd expect to be. The, right. They come out, they, they look, you know, shaky mm-hmm. to start. They get some easy points. And then just they, they become SOL and um, everything falls apart and they're just they're, they're talented trash. So talented um, trash, I like that. Yeah, basically, that. and then um, it's just awful to watch. Washington's terrible to begin with, except their defensive line is amazing. Uh, but besides that, they they have zero offense. And if you know anything about uh, the Detroit Lions, they have zero defense. So that was pretty easy to figure out who's going to win that one in the end. Um, right. And the only reason uh, the Lions got out of this game is because, you know, we have a decent kicker. So if it wasn't yeah, for that, sometimes. yeah, some, most of the time. Matt Prater, you know, he's a little shaky this year, but he came through yeah, and yeah. Uh, ruined uh, ruined the rest of our season this weekend. <laughs> because, uh, and again, we'll get into that a little bit more in a minute, but you right. have to watch. It's, just, it's the same shit. It's the same story. Yeah, it's it's kind of like same shit, different day, or mm-hmm. different Sunday, I should say, uh, when, it, when it comes to talking about the Lions. Uh, but, you know, so right now they're four and five. And it's not just the Lions. It's that whole NFC North, aside from the Green Bay Packers, are the only, you know, bright spot of that whole division. Now, I'm I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, yeah, if you're a betting man, Packers pretty much are shoe-in to win another division title uh, 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 this year. But I don't know. Chicago came down to earth because they showed their true colors, which they're frauds. Minnesota mm-hmm. has been uh, uh, very impressed lately. I'm very impressed yeah. with them. Uh, Kirk Cousin, who seems that he can beat the Lions anytime he wants, uh, is is uh, taking that talent of beating the Lions and beating other teams. So it, and then there's and then there's a Detroit, which it's all a wait and see. So this game coming up this Sunday against Carolina on the road. Carolina without Christian McCaffrey. He's already out. With questionable Teddy Bridgewater might not play. Uh, so you'll be going up against, uh, I don't know who their backup quarter is, but uh, no, quarterback is, but I believe he, he played in the XFL. So if oh, the okay. Lions lose to an XFL quarterback, <laughs> Jay, that's got to be that's got to be a new one right there. That's got to be a new one. I don't know too yeah. many XFL uh, quarterbacks that start an NFL game. You know, but I, I, PJ Tucker or something like that. I don't know. So, so something like that. I forget his name. I'll I'll look it up in a second. But if 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 they lose the if they lose there, or if they win there, okay. Let's be positive. I'm sorry. I'm the positive one. You're you're the negative one. If if they lose to um, an XFL quarterback, that's mm-hmm. got to be that's that's got to very be demoralizing, and that's got to mm-hmm. be it for. Quintricia era, I hope. But let's say they beat uh, Carolina. Then they mm-hmm. come home. It's Thanksgiving, and they play the Houston Texans, which has been a disappointment, pretty much this whole uh, this whole year. Um, so let's say they beat them. So they win two games. They're six and five going in. I believe they play the Bears after that mm-hmm. in Chicago. So against a real test. A, a, a real test in front of uh, real defense. Like, say what you want offensively about the Bears, but their defense is 
for real. Mm-hmm. And, and then they've been pretty darn good for the past couple of years or, or since um, uh, Khalil Mack got there. So you, you have, you have that. So let's say they go two and one in their next three games, Jake. So that'll put them at six and six. Does that guarantee another year of Matt Patricia? It already has guaranteed in the next year. You think of, so? Of Matt. Oh, yeah. You know, I'll tell you why. Because uh, they can go and say, look, look, look what we did. We, we, we were trying. We're winning these mm-hmm. games. We are, we're, we're putting something together. It's, it's finally, finally, you know, coming together slowly because these things take time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's, it's funny because uh, after our show last week, and I'm thinking to myself, I hate on this team a lot and with for a lot of good reasons, but stopping watching it for me is I've done it so many times, but I want, uh, but I can't completely stop because th- this team, I like watching this team make a lot of mistakes on purpose. And what I mean by that is winning games when they shouldn't win any games, because if they win uh, six games, seven games, eight games, even four games is too many because you lose draft stock. What does this team gain from winning uh, seven games, eight games, nothing. You gain nothing. You're yeah. going to meaning, meaningless. You're not going to make the playoffs. There's no way. Right. Jake, no way. There's, there's extended playoffs this year, isn't right. there? Yeah. Okay, well, 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 even if they yeah. make it, your yeah. draft stock plummets. Mm. You get nobody. And then what happens? You, you get these guys. Watch. They'll get an extension <laughs> on their contracts. And, we're, and this team will not get out of the dirt for the yeah. next five years. And we're going to have to suffer until we're old and gray to see <laughs> more hope than more anything hope. with this team. Yeah, I hate this team. Yeah. I hate the I, coaching staff. I hate everything about it, yeah. all the way up to the ownership. And this is why our logo on our Facebook group, uh, our Facebook page for this show, the ADG Podcast, is yeah. sell the team. Sell the team, yes. Well, this it's Sheila's team now. It's trash. And, yeah, and if anybody she can move to, trash along, okay. Yeah, if she wants to be a different owner, uh, uh, like her mother or her father, you know, make a statement. You know, say like, you know, I want this team to be competitive, and you guys aren't cutting it. So, I even, I even say, let's say some miracle Lions make the playoffs and get a playoff win. That. I think that is the only way that Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn retain their jobs. Fire them all I, in. I, 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 I really think that, you know, she's sick of this losing, sick of getting humiliated every week, sick, sick and tired of the blown leads, and just the, the fundamentals is not there. And I, I didn't see last, last week's game, but I've seen it before uh, the the – a couple weeks ago, not enough men on the field, you know, all the offside penalties, the bad penalties that give other teams life when you have your foot on their throat. You know, you know, we talked about yeah. dagger. T- we talk about dagger time for the, you know, early this year when the, when they started with that whole nonsense, you know, it's, it's just pathetic and leave it to the lions to win this week. You, you know, get everyone's hopes. Oh, they're coming home for Thanksgiving against a very beatable Houston Texans team and watch them lay an egg again on national TV again. So 
I don't know well, how there, it's. I, I really don't know how it's going to look this year. Well, I'm going to ask you one question. It's going to tell okay. me everything and you okay. everything we need to know about this team. If okay. if Matt Patricia and um, mm. well, let's say if Quinn Tricia has done its job in the last mm. uh, few years, they've been here drafting mm. and putting this team together. Here's my question for you: You have access to all the teams and all the players in the league. You get to make a 54-man roster of 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 all-star team out of anybody in the league. How many Lions would you have on this team? Uh, currently? Yeah, right now, this season. You're making the best 54-man uh, roster yeah, 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 yeah. out of the entire league right now, this right. season. How many Lions? Uh, uh, Jack Fox. Jack Fox and Jack Fox. Um, I, I think there's more potentially. Obviously, a healthy Kenny Galladay would be on that list. No problem. Uh, but, you know, his injuries has always been a – it's not looking good for uh, Mr. Galladay. I, and I really don't think that the Lions are going to resign him, to be honest They're with you. They're not. And they shouldn't. No, they shouldn't. It's a waste of money. It, uh, no. I, I think he needs like, – go somewhere else. Win a Super Bowl. Go to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that Pittsburgh would be perfect for him. But uh, yeah, that's what I mean. There's nobody. There's nobody on this roster you would put in the your All Star team. If you were picking in Madden, you would never put a lion on your team because there's always some way too many people that are better. As, like on defense, you're not even playing your pick. Your your first round pick. How can you not play your third? Uh, third best pick in the draft. I supposedly you thought it was. How is he not playing? How? Yeah. Okay, look at yeah. everybody after him. Look at look yeah. what. Oh, you know, and and you know what? Stafford's hurt right now. Wouldn't it be nice if they had a backup quarterback? They could just be like, <laughs> here, I'm going to unwrap this uh, little surprise yeah. midseason. Everybody, you know what? Let's see what the kid can do. We're not going anywhere. And you throw right. in Tua. And how's Miami doing with since he started? Oh, undefeated. Won three games in a row. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, and I'm not saying he would do that here. But no. you know there will be talent there, and since you can, everybody can go back to last season and mm-hmm. see what I said about Tua, and nobody, yeah. nobody believed me. And here is the proof. Even Mister Darren here on the other side of the microphone, he's like, "Oh, I'm good. I'm good with the uh, corner. He's a good corner. Ohio State, Ohio State." And um, but, but who's Jake, playing right now? Yeah. Which one of our picks is playing right now? Yeah, 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 Jake. But like, <laughs> when it comes down to it, it really if if uh, Okuda is great corner for years to come i'll be happy with it i don't know how, what Tua's success is going to be like because he's new and not too many people know know too much about him and they know what he does what he did in college but once once the book is out on him i think you're going to see teams play him a lot differently very similar to the way that they play kyler murray obviously those are two different style of quarterbacks even though they do look the same height wise and their and their and their throwing style but yeah, I think trust me, uh, Tua is gonna make mistakes just like all rookies do, and uh, he's gonna get welcomed to the NFL pretty early. And that's uh, fine, yeah. and I'm okay with that. I'd rather have that on my team than Okuda, mm-hmm. who's gonna get cut in two years. I guarantee that. You think so? Huh? Right. Oh, he's gonna get cut. He's gonna get cut. He's gonna get dropped. Watch. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those things, and that's um, gonna be too late anyway. But anyway, that's that's Anyways, uh, our football team. That's it. That's it. Uh, hey, that's I was just checking. You know, hold on. Breaking news. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, Michigan dun. State still hasn't scored. Oh. 
breaking news, Michigan State, the team that hasn't scored, beat your team, Michigan, in yeah. your own house. <laughs> you guys haven't scored this weekend at all, so yeah, you can't find like, the end zone. Do, do you want to do that or be embarrassed on national TV like your team does? Oh, it's already embarrassed. It's already embarrassing. <laughs> like, we're beyond that. How many we're beyond times that. have, like, yeah, uh, we're would, used you guys, to that. would you guys lose by 48 to 11 or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. You want to score zero oh, yeah. points or eleven points and lose by four? I'll, I'll score. I'll, as long as we're scoring right. something, I don't like getting blown out in a college football game. Just saying, it's not. It's it's not that hard to score a field goal. So you're not Rutgers, or are you Rutgers? Hey, I'd rather be Rutgers right now. <laughs> oh, right now, yeah, but in 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 theory of how but, Rutgers like, sucking is. What do they lose to Wisconsin? Or yeah. Wisconsin came to the big house and just badgered. Yeah, crazy. But, but Wisconsin's is a decent. No, team. no, you, you, Jake, your team is trash. Your coach oh no, I know they're trash. Go, your team, and I agree with you on your that. Coach too. needs to go. But you know what? I, I think they have the same mindset over there in Michigan uh, to do with Detroit. I hear rumors from sources on Twitter uh, that are very close to <laughs> reliable. Uh, that, I guess uh, pretty reliable from what, from, you know, they stuff that they said in the past that at the end of the year, uh, Mr. Harbaugh is going to get an extension. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be jumping in those recruiters beds oh, again. Yeah. yeah. Hanging out with grandma, Do, going for doing, afternoon swims. Doing a shirtless, uh, shirtless drills in his khaki mm-hmm. pants. His there lucky khaki Awesome. That's, a, that's good stuff. So, Jake, Terrific. aside from the Lions, I, I, I got to say, I don't know if you saw it, the highlight of the football weekend was not college and not obviously not the Lions, but the Arizona Cardinals-Buffalo Bills game. I don't know if you saw the highlights of that. Unbelievable. I, saw the winning, winning yeah. I believe it was six seconds left. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyler Murray from Arizona throws up a Hail Mary Hopefully, he's hoping that DeAndre Hopkins is down there. He is. He makes a jumping, leaping catch between two Bills uh, 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 defensive backs. Unbelievable. Remind me of uh, the great Calvin Johnson when he used to do that to Detroit. Do that in Detroit, I should say. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's Uh, true. That was a nice play. It was a nice play. Uh, Yeah. I thought for sure the Bills were going to win that, but I am a lot smarter than people think, and I took the Cardinals. And I lucked out big time there. Yeah, no, the Bills are a good, good uh, sneaky team there. They you are very sneaky. Yeah, exactly. You know, they go, they go and they put a whooping on Seattle and almost beat Arizona. That's tough. Those nope. are two tough. Those are two tough teams back to back weeks. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Jake, let's get into the meat and potatoes of sports. The NBA draft is tonight. Oh yeah. The Detroit Pistons are below draft the center. Yes. Do 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 our amazing, amazing Detroit Pistons have the seventh mm-hmm. overall pick in tonight's draft. Who mm-hmm. do you want them to take, Mr. Winarski? Okay, I'm looking at a couple of different mock drafts and draft tracker and prospect rankings. There's a lot of different things they can do. Now, they only have a first-round pick. They only have a second-round pick, so their options are very limited. They could do one or one of two things, and I always like to have options. One, trade down and get more picks. Two, stay where they are or trade up. They, they can't do either of those. You just want one of those two. And then get a, get a player that best suits you. But they're in the top seven. 
they, they have enough top seven players here. That could mm-hmm. be what the Pistons need, and they need a point guard. They need a point guard. They need a point guard. So if Jake, they get a just, center, I am quitting this sport also. Right. All right. So, Jake, breaking news that just came across my little okay. ticker that I nice. see involving the Pistons and the oh, Rockets. Oh, um, Houston. Yes. Uh, oh, that's that means they traded down. No. Trevor no. Ariza return to Houston uh, Rockets will be very short. Two days after reportedly being acquired by the Portland Trail Blazers, Houston is trading uh, Trevor Ariza to Detroit Pistons for a future first-round pick, according future to Adrian. Sure. Yeah, okay. uh, according to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's reliable. That's reliable. So, Trevor Ariza, Piston. What do you think, Jake? I'm just trying to get the news right now. It's not up here yet. I want to see the stats. And uh, I, I see here, I believe, the the Rockets reportedly buying the Pistons 2021 second round pick for $4.6 million. So Pistons will have no picks next year then? Well, yeah, not a second round pick. Well, if they traded their first pick. Mm-hmm. A future first round pick. Future first round pick. Okay. Yeah, they cannot be, it might not be next year's or the year after, but a future first round pick. Hmm. But uh, there's, a, there's obviously a lot of interesting things to look at, you know, is uh, to, to uh, I'm just looking at the mock draft, what they have leading up. Uh, Timberwolves have the first pick. They'll take Lamelo Ball. Yeah. Uh, Golden State will take James Wiseman, uh, center out of Memphis. Uh, Hornets will sh- will take Anthony Edwards, guard out of Georgia. The Bulls will take Denny of 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 He's from Israel. Yeah. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers will take Obi Toppin. Sweet name. Uh, and Atlanta Hawks will take Tyrese Halliburton, guard at at Iowa State. Iowa State, and, yeah. And your Pistons at seven will take Killian Hayes. Hayes, yeah, from France. From Germany. Oh, if there's France here on this one. Uh, well, maybe. On my NBA, in, NBA.com. Maybe he plays in France, but he maybe he might be German. German, or, cool. Yeah. Um, quickly getting back to your Trevor Ariza story here. Yes. Uh, yes. He's old as fuck. <laughs> I didn't know he was 35. Yeah. Jesus he, he's a Christ. veteran guy. He's a veteran guy. Veteran he must guy. not. He, he must not cost that much. Yeah, he must be super cheap. Yeah. But so. you just blew up a future first rounder on him, so that's that's. Yeah, uh, but, they must see something. But you know, uh, 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 Jeff, uh, uh, sorry, uh, the Weaver, uh, the new GM. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will be his first draft as the pitch uh, as the Pistons' yes. uh, top guy. Uh, hopefully, he can uh, he, he can find he can have the same luck that he did in Oklahoma City when he drafted uh, Westbrook. And um, James Harden, you know, you can find those diamonds in the rough. I hope so, because this dude, you just traded a first round pick for a guy who averages eight points and four <laughs> rebounds a game 
Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah. well, that's not a step in the wrong direction. But anyway, uh, but yeah, getting back to the draft, yeah, that was uh, I know what you're looking at. There's a lot of a lot of guards, uh, point guards in here, which is nice. Now, yeah. would you trade for Lamelo Ball? I don't know uh, Golden State wants to get out of that pick, but I, I, I or uh, the you mean Timberwolves? Uh, no, but would, if you were the Pistons, would you trade up oh. to number two? Uh, for Golden I would. State? Hey, if if uh, if there's a deal to be had, and yeah. obviously the Pistons need an identity, you know, they need someone that you carry know the brand. can, can yeah. carry the brand, you know, carry the team to the next uh, generation. You know, mm-hmm. obviously the uh, GM Weaver is going to be building the, this team kind of similar to what he did in Oklahoma City. Obviously, you know, when they got Kevin Garnett, uh, sorry, Ke- Kevin Garnett, uh, Kevin Durant, um, mm-hmm. you know, that was like the marquee. That was like the missing piece for them to be a consistent playoff team in the league, especially in a tough Western Conference. Right. Now, the East, we, we've talked about the East, Eastern Conference, how it's pretty much a, a laughing stock. Pretty much, you know, so there's really the, the caliber of talent aside from like Boston, your Philadelphia and, and Miami, I guess. I guess Miami mm-hmm. would be the top team and uh, Milwaukee. Yeah. If, if John, if uh, Antetokounmpo uh, decides to stay in Milwaukee, which is looking highly unlikely. Um, but yeah, and then you have your Toronto Raptors, which is going to be different because Fred Van Vliet is going to be uh, heading out of town looking to get paid. So hopefully mm-hmm. he gets paid buckets of money. He deserves it for everything he's been through. Uh, but yeah, you know what? Draft night always breathes new, breathe new life into a franchise, struggling franchise like the Pistons. Uh, it's good we don't have to see Andre Drummond in a Pistons uniform anymore. Oh, thank God. Even, even though he did, he did uh, recently picked up he accepted his $28.5 million option in Cleveland. So Always making bad decisions. Yeah, enjoy Cleveland there, Andre. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I I honestly hope, Jake, tonight Pistons make a splash. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, oh, we got breaking news. No, no, you said it was Trevor uh, Ariza and the, number six, and the number 16 pick tonight. Well, what is no, they gave us Ariza and the number 16 pick Ooh. tonight for Ooh. a future first-round pick. So we have two first-round Two picks, picks tonight. Okay. Ooh, okay. now it just got exciting. Okay. okay. That's better. All right. All right. All right. Let's get back to those names. Yes. And, okay. And, and, yeah, so it looks like so they get that, and, and they bought our 2021 second-round pick. So yeah, okay. 4.6 okay, million. So hey, all right. Uh, so we got number seven and number sixteen. Sixteen, yeah, okay. So it's so it's really just the sixteenth pick overall. The, the Ariza was probably just a throw-in. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Just to, yeah. like a expiring. Just or something. A, yeah, throw them on the bench, leave them there. Yeah. Pretty much, but I I like it. You know what, Jake? I'm gonna be tuning into the draft now. Oh hell least, yeah! Because, at least uh, until pick uh, until pick sixteen. But mm-hmm. I would love to see them. If the deal, if there's a deal that can maybe move them up from seven to get in the top five, maybe top three, I would consider yeah. trading. Uh, you know, uh, Blake Griffin. Yeah, no, I, I, that guy. Need, as much as I like, I like yeah. him. He's a great yeah. dude. 
Um, yeah. And he came out of his one some of his best seasons with the Pistons, even though once he wasn't hurt. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm 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 good with sending him down for like a you know couple of second round picks or something. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm no, I'm good. There's yeah, so there's going to be a lot of interesting uh, interesting ways on on how it's going to go uh, tonight in the draft. I I really like what's uh, already they're already making headlines, you know, which is great because in the years past under well, Jeff uh, uh, Stan Van Gundy or whoever was at the helm, you didn't hear boo from the Pistons. Pistons were not even a thought in the NBA when it comes to like making a splash come draft day, but it's good. It's good to see. So kudos to the, to the new GM uh, Weaver. Uh, I expect to see more things. That this, you know what? Positive things. Now, now do you think, do you think they might be looking to trade now, now that we have two picks in the first round while trading the number seven pick and Blake Griffin for yeah. number one or number two. Oof. That's pretty tempting. I don't know about number one or number two. Maybe number three, maybe four. Mm. I don't know. It depends on what other offers that they're considering. Well, or, that's what I'm saying. Now they have something to play with. Yeah. Or or, or, do, or do you move number? You give them number seven and number sixteen for number one. That would be dramatic. Yeah. But then you you, you got you got to be really into the guy you're picking. Yeah, you, this guy's got to be a, like a LeBron James esque. Yeah, and know, I don't think we have that in this draft. Once, yeah, not not anytime soon. Uh, no, it's a good move. Number seven still gets you your point guard, yeah. and number sixteen just solidifies if you need a you know power forward or something. That's it. So Troy Re- Weaver is the is the GM. Yep. Of the Pistons. So good luck, Troy. Mm-hmm. We're we're all rooting for you. And if his name was Sonny Weaver, we'd be, you know, the Cleveland Browns Sonny, in an imaginary Sonny movie. Sonny Weaver. Sonny Weaver Jr. That's it. That is my that is my draft day tradition. I always watch that movie on draft day. Yeah, I know, me I'm too. not a Cleveland it's Browns funny. fan, but it's, it's hilarious. It's so true. It's so, so fun so to watch. Uh, that's <laughs> yes. great. Uh, so, Jake, are you yeah. ready for a brand new NBA NBA? edition of the top five uh, i'll say no but we're, we're gonna do it anyway it's <laughs> <laughs> the last time i ever do a top five yeah right now like on 30 questions last week to get the oh no no we, yeah oh well that's guess who that's later on though uh, oh, okay, okay so here here we go to go with our pistons theme i have actually it's a double top five for you jake it's a top five best and worst Detroit Pistons draft picks. Oh God, I love this already. Yes, all right. So, so I'll give you like number five, and I'll give you the best and worst, and we'll just move up from there. I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. So, do you want to start with the best or worst, Jake? Uh one of each. Let's do the number five. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, but like, do you want the worst first or the best first? Uh the best. Okay, let's start with the best. Coming in at number five for the best uh, uh, Detroit Pistons draft pick is Dave Bing. Dave Bing. Yes. Ah. He was he was pretty sweet back in the day. Sweet back in the day. Yes. Back in the day, he was uh, he was pretty good. All right. Uh, number five worst one was a guy named Sonny Dove. 
Sonny Dove, who? Dove was a good player, just not for the Pistons. After being selected fourth overall in the 1967 draft, Detroit thought it had a top player to join, to join Dave Bing. But he had to go to the ABA after, uh, after two years where he averaged just 3.1 points in 57 games, and he died tragically in a car accident at 37. And there was the show's move. <laughs> and that just went from really bad to sad. Yeah. Uh, so that's number five. Number four uh, of the best Pistons uh, draft mm-hmm. pick was Bob Lanier. Uh, L- Lanier was the franchise. The franchise was in flux during the uh, the decade. Lanier played for the Pistons, but they could always count on him. Uh, the number one overall pick in 1970s uh, in the 1970 draft played for eight different head coaches in Detroit until he was traded on February 4th, 1980. But he averaged over 22 points and almost 12 re- rebounds per game during his Detroit Pistons career. Yeah, that's pretty good back then. Yeah. At right. number four worst dra- Detroit Pistons uh, uh, draft pick is Rodney White. Rodney White. Sounds, remember? sounds a lot of teams stuck out in uh, a lot of teams stuck out in the 2001 draft. And one of them was Detroit. With the ninth pick, the Pistons select six foot nine wing out of Charlotte, who averaged eighteen point seven points a game as a French uh, freshman uh, the season before. He didn't see he didn't see the same success as the NBA rookie uh, after averaging three point five points and about eight minutes a game in sixteen games. He was traded to Denver before the next season and out of the NBA by two thousand five. Bam. It's not for everybody, kids. Not for everyone. You know, I mean, some people are just good college players, and some are just, yep. you know, college yeah, players. College players. Uh, and number three best is Dennis Rodman. Ooh. Yeah. I thought he. I thought he'd be higher, but I'm, I I'm know. Good. So okay. Dennis, uh, Detroit had no idea how good Rob Rodman would be when they took him to the 27th overall in 1986. Year I was born, good year. Uh, he d- he developed just another reserve uh, to a spark plug off the bench of one of the best rebounders in NBA history. The Worm uh, called Detroit home for seven seasons, help, helping the Pistons win back-to-back NBA titles and collecting two Defensive Players of the Year awards, two All-Star appearance, and the first two of seven straight rebound rebounding titles. That's right. There you go. Good. He's good. He was such a yeah. good player, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, num- number three, uh, the worst, was Mateen Cleaves. Oh, oh, yes. Was wow. already a Michigan State basketball legend, leading the Spartans to the 2000 National Championship. Then he became Dumars' first-round pick later at number 14. However, Cleaves' skill did not translate to the NBA. Uh, and he was traded to Sacramento after one season, averaging 5.4 points and 2.7 assists per game. He was out of the league by 2006, playing just 89 games after his rookie year. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. There's some names for everybody. There's some names that some names that people remembers. And number two best for 
uh, Lions, almost said Lions, Pistons, uh, they, they they drafted was Joe Dumars. Joe, Joe Dumars. Yes. Yeah. The second piece to one of the best NBA backcourts in NBA history. Dumars mm-hmm. was a six-time All-Star, named to the All-Defensive team five times. Michael Jordan has said Dumars was the toughest defender he ever faced. The Pistons' all-time leader in three-pointers and games played was selected with the 18th pick in the 1985 draft. And as an executive, he put together the 2004 Detroit Pistons championship team. Mm -hmm. And number two of the worst one was Anton Anton Carr. Anton Carr. Yeah, Carr uh, played 16 NBA season, but not a single minute for the Pistons. Detroit couldn't agree to terms with the first-round pick, eighth overall in 1983, and then he decided to play his rookie season in Italy. After returning, he played for the Hawks, Kings, Jazz, Spurs, Rockets, Grizzlies from 1984 to 2000, averaging 20 20 points a game in the 1990-1991 season. So he would rather play for all those teams except for Detroit. And coming in at number one, what, what do you think is the best the, the uh, Pistons draft pick ever, Jake? Well, I have an idea, I have an idea, but okay, I'm not gonna spoil so, it. I'm gonna okay. I know the number one worst too, but okay, <laughs> number one is Isaiah Thomas. Yep, Isaiah Thomas is the easy choice, a franchise leader in points, assists, mm-hmm. steals, free throws, and minutes played. Thomas is the greatest Pistons of all time. He was the face of the bad boys and led Detroit for its, to its first two NBA championship. Expectations were high when the 20-year-old six-foot-one point guard was selected out of Indiana with the number two pick in the 1981 draft, but he managed to exceed them all. So mm-hmm. that was the best and the worst. Jake, do you have an oh. you have an Oh, I, I know exactly who it is. <laughs> Because uh, I, I remember this mistake. Yeah. And I yes. remember all the players they passed on to yeah. get this guy. Because yeah. that is a legendary draft. Exactly. Legendary. Exactly. Well, remember that draft if, class. If, if you don't know it by Jesus. now, you're never going to know. But it's Darko Milicic. Hell yeah. Darko, regor- regarded as one of the biggest busts in NBA draft history. Not mm. so much for his production. But the guys passed over for him. After LeBron was taken off the board first overall in 2003, Detroit had its pick of future NBA All-Stars like Carmelo Anthony, mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade, Chris mm-hmm. Bosh. Mm-hmm. And the Pistons went with the Serbian seven-footer <laughs> and won the title the next season. However, Milicic never scratched the surface of any of these, any of these three hall of, likely Hall of Famers picked after him. So, but like, would you, well, here, here's an interesting question I want to ask you, Jake, would you mm-hmm. draft a guy like Darko, win a championship, but the guy never becomes anything? Oh, they already had a really good team, but can you, yeah, it, but it, like, but the, but the thing is, but did they need that skill position of player? I really don't think because I, to be honest, I don't think that they wanted to mess up, you know, the chemistry. The chemistry was That's really true. good, you know. But if, can you imagine a Dwayne Wade sitting sure. behind? Yeah, uh, obviously. And, uh, but like, Chris Bosh. 
mm-hmm. be sitting behind all the team you had. Like, yeah, it's insane. Uh, obviously, hindsight now is twenty twenty, but yeah. uh, but no, it's just interesting to think about, you know. But I, I'm glad that they won the championship. It was great to see at least one of my teams win a title in my lifetime. Yes, so, that was fun. So I I, I appreciate that for that, but that, them for that. But that's your top five, Jake. Tremendous, tremendous. Uh, good timing on that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Pistons. I'm glad we're talking some basketball because. Uh, yeah. Uh, even though they played in the bubble, I didn't pay too much attention to it. I'd like to get it back to a regular season, which would be great. Mm-hmm. But the draft is a step in the right direction. So, yeah, yeah I'm excited, excited. We're, we're not too far away. All right. So let's do our music for today. Okay. Today, we have more independent music for you guys. Uh, we have... Uh, a solo project. It's a new rock solo project uh, called The Red Sky's Morning. Uh, that's the name of your artist. And uh, he has a new song called Signs From You. Now, it's it's a, he's by himself. He used to call himself Red Sky's Morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's Maryland-based solo outfit, mashing up classic era rock and roll with modern contemporary stylings. Mm-hmm. His This track premieres uh, November 20th, 2020. So in <clears throat> it's just been two days. It'll be out everywhere, but we have a sneak peek at it today. It's going to be played on the show. So Signs From You is the track. Um, it's, it's, it fuses both elements of rough and smooth. Uh, track illuminates a compelling story of an unsuccessful rescue search with the lyrics unpacking the heart-wrenching guilt of a constant what-if. Um, so there you go. Uh, while seemingly the dark in nature, the track offers a glimmer of hope. And a strong message that we would take the initiative to reach out to those we care for and love. So right now on the ADG podcast, a special preview of Signs From You right here by Red, uh, by Red Skies Morning. Haunted 
There you go. That was Signs from You by Red Skies Morning. Hope you guys enjoyed that track. And uh, we'll be tagging everywhere and go follow and listen. There you go. Cool. That's the music for today. Good stuff. Uh, Jake, I, yeah. I believe I sent you a uh-huh. brand new movie trailer. Oh, God. Yes, yes. I'm, let's, let's do that because uh, oh, yeah. I want to talk to you about this thing. Okay. <laughs> All right. So... Uh, the movie is based on the great cartoon, uh, Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry are coming to the big screen in a live-action movie. Um, I watched the trailer, Jake. In all honesty, mm-hmm. honestly, it's a big piece of shit. <laughs> That's funny. I was trying to find something positive, but I'm like, nope, big piece of shit. Yeah. It's, it's it's funny because I saw the name like oh man I knew Tom and Jerry I love these cartoons they're so much fun yeah when they're cartoons because right. if you go li- live action and you mix it up oh uh, this isn't Roger Rabbit okay no yeah no. You, your cast is really good but Michael Pena really yeah okay no but the, <laughs> the rest of the cast it's. Okay. The concept of this is so 90s, and it's not the good 90s. This is the bad 90s. No. This is where nobody wants to watch this shit. It's ridiculous. You think with the CGI and everything else we have these days, they'd make a better effort to make things look more, I don't know, fun. Um, But the the concept of it looks stupid. Um, Cheesy acting, obviously. Even though they're good actors, they're still acting shitty. The concept is dumb. I don't think any kid would want to actually see this movie. If it wasn't for the name, this would be on an actual DVD somewhere at Walmart in a $3 bin. Because it just looks like trash. You know what? I'm going to talk about it. I give it uh, (laughs) 0.5 out of 5. And I hope this thing burns somewhere. That's got to be like one of the lowest that you've ever given it's it's not on the scale of Bad Boys Three, but it's it's up there. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tom and Jerry weren't uh, running out of breath when they were chasing each other. <laughs> slow down, slow down, Jerry. I gotta get some breath. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, looks bad. Obviously, if you're a fan of the Tom and Jerry uh, cartoon, it'll probably be nostalgic for you. But me, nah, I give it a solid one out of five. Oh yeah. Something you don't have to watch and don't. No, no. <laughs> I think I, I think you could find something else better to watch on your streaming platforms. Oh, than anything so. else? Anything. Watch the news. Watch I don't know. Um, Home Shopping Network. Sure. Watch anything. the Amazing Race. Yeah. Boom. Anything. That's it. Watch the commercials in between shows. There you go. <laughs> there you go. They always whatever. They always whatever put out is. good commercials. During the holiday season. Exactly. Time to rock some of that out. Let's do it. Ah, yeah. Anyway, we got some interesting news before the show today. Yeah. Um, Locally, uh, Mm -hmm. local media-wise, I guess, uh, in our community, uh, is changing their platforms. Uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to stop you there for a second. Are you telling me that the... Journalism program at the MediaPlex is going with some skill. No? Okay, sorry. I, I just had to check. Okay. All right. Obviously, so they're, this, they're not. Uh, okay. No. Uh, th- okay. This was, I believe, it was reported on AM800 uh, first. Uh, 
then everyone else picked it up. Uh, there is a radio station that's been around, that's been a staple in the Windsor, Detroit uh, community for the last 20 years, I, I want to mm-hmm. say. Uh, a, bit, a little bit longer, like since I was a teen. Sure, okay, so 20, 30 years. Yeah. Um, 89X uh, uh, broadcast in uh, from from Windsor, and mm-hmm. it's uh, broad, and you can pick it up on the Detroit dial as well. Uh, really reached its heyday when Dave and Chuck the Freak. That's where they got their start. There, mm-hmm. so uh, just announced today that they're changing platforms because they've been. I think that's they got to be one of the longest, you know, s- platforms of their genre of music, which is alternative rock uh, that I can remember. They're going to be changing their platform to, I believe, country music. That's the that's the hot rumor, and that that change of the platform will go on at twelve noon tomorrow. So oh if you happen to be in your car, and if you happen to listen to radio, uh, flip it over to if you like country music or just to see the weirdness of. Uh, 88.7 uh, being country to go with the to go with like a whole bunch of other country music stations that they already have now. So yeah, if, a, if, weird... if, if you're a fan of 89x, you're probably not going to like this change. No, it's weird because um, uh, it's as you mentioned it's already been a staple for so long uh, to flip one of these stations. Like you always have the stations that flip every two years. From like hip hop to country to rock to hip hop to country to rock, we have those stations. Uh, but for one that's been here since I started listening to radio, um, yeah, it's it's really weird. I don't listen to it; it's not my type of music. But it's, I know it's there, and I know you, know, you and I both know people there. Um, yeah. So it's it's just gonna be weird, and uh, it's it's interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely gonna be interesting. When it comes to yeah. that, crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah so when are, when are you you and i gonna go for a live instagram <laughs> review of uh popeye's chicken sandwich Ooh, you know what i, I gotta do I that believe, yeah we gotta we gotta try to do that before uh the christmas total covid like that break. <laughs> yeah it might be tough i i was gonna say like because i i don't know like where would be the best uh like do you have a popeye's close to by you, Huron Church Road. Huron Church. Oh wow, that's quite quite the waste mm-hmm. um, for you. Well, for me, yeah, yeah, but it's it's a straight shot, and for you, you could practically walk there. Pretty much. Um, so, I was thinking maybe like one day, like we'll, we'll each grab a chicken sandwich and like we'll take it home, and then we'll go on Instagram Live and we'll do a like an actual <laughs> like live reaction of the first bite. And where mm. you, uh, where you, uh, where I'm very curious because I know how much you love food, and mm-hmm. thank I'm you. Very curious. I'm, I'm very curious to what you think of it. Well, we'll find out uh, I, I, when we should do another uh, Facebook Live with it, since I now have a uh, camera on my main wow. recording studio, and uh, we can I have to use my phone. Uh, right. We can do it where I don't have to, you know, have it propped up anywhere. Excellent. Yes, mm-hmm. that's good. That's we should good. do it. 
Facebook Live sometime. Right, right. Let's do so, that. So, Jake, I, I must admit, uh, thanks to uh, the assistance of uh, my lovely girlfriend and I, we put up our Christmas tree already. So okay. the question is, is it too early to be putting up Christmas trees or? Um, I usually start near the end of November, beginning of December, but I do know a handful of people who've had it up the entire month of November already. Nah, see, there you mm-hmm. go. Yep. I, I feel I, bad I, for them. You feel bad. I get, I get sick of it literally in a <laughs> month. I'd be like, really? This shit's still up? Oh, we're not even there yet. Okay. Jeez. Oh, Except listening to Christmas okay. music, November 1st, and people listen to I Christmas know, music, put up their tree. Then you I get know. sick of it in weeks. I, I haven't listened to any Christmas carols yet. Nothing. Yeah, I know. I, I heard know. nothing. I know. But, like, I think a lot of people like to get the early jump on it, you know, putting up the lights, the tree, we're start doing their Christmas shopping. I've, I, I can confidently say I'm a little bit more than halfway done my Christmas shopping. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's not bad at all. I, I, I know Jake is uh, he's a last minute uh, Christmas. Oh no, uh, I solved that problem. I, I told you already. I don't buy shit for anybody. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes, no, not not in my book. Everybody's yes, getting un- unfriended this year. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's why my Christmas gift from Jake is like a is like a message on Facebook. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's if pretty I'm, much if, it. If, I'll send you a I'm picture lucky. of myself. There you go. You'll be <laughs> drinking a, a nice beer smiley face. Yeah. Nice smiley face. That's that never it. get <laughs> exactly. Look, a happy Jake. He must be drunk. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Now nah, we'll have Absolutely. a Christmas show. We'll have a, we'll have a good time with it in a month. In exactly. a month. Darren. In a month. Unbelievable, right? Our last episode little, of the little, year. A little, little bit more than a month from the actual Christmas, which is actually pretty crazy to think about it. Mm-hmm. And and next week, it being uh, for all, for all, our, all our American listeners, their Thanksgiving, which is mm-hmm. going to be completely different this year. Well, it'll uh, still be because, filled with lions disappointment. It's okay. Aside from that, it'll be good to see that there is, uh, you know, some things remain the same. But especially now, especially in Michigan, where they're really condensing with uh, social distancing, limiting limiting numbers of people in one household. You know, mm-hmm. to reduce the spread of COVID, uh, it's gonna be different from those who uh, usually tend to get together. You know, have a, have a big Thanksgiving dinner. You know, go to the parade, go watch the Lions lose. You know, it's gonna be a, a different for all those uh, great American traditions. Sure, and I say. and I would have only one Thanksgiving wish, and and if we are talking about social distancing, if the mm-hmm. Lions could social distance themselves from their coaching staff, it would be terrific. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, there's some things uh, with that. Uh, maybe with that, Christmas. With, we'll wish for that then. Christmas. <laughs> maybe Christmas. As you say, maybe there's some things money can't buy for everything else. Oh, oh, they can't afford it. Don't worry. They can't afford it. Yeah, they can. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, so a lot of interesting uh, things uh, coming up, and especially it's going to be a different, it's going to be a different holiday season, uh, like it or not, when it comes down to like gatherings and you know, you know, going. There won't be any more Christmas parties, not this year at least. 
you know, where people oh, you come to my out. house, my bar is open anytime. There you go. Everyone Everybody come to that. Jacob's house. That's it. As long as you I'm finish up some of this alcohol. everything. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That sounds good. You will not be social distancing from the alcohol bottles. No, no. That one you can be as close yeah. as you want to be when it comes to something like that. Uh, so, yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, uh, Jake, I must, I must admit, I did watch one of my all-time favorite holiday movies last night. Oh, uh, and I know you can appreciate it because I probably oh, quote this yeah. movie more more than any other movie around this time of year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you want to take a guess of what my all-time favorite holiday movie is? The Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a good choice. Uh, no, go ahead. No, this one is strictly Christmas movie. Okay, and it's okay. uh, National Lampoon's Christmas movie. Yes, location. love it. Love, love that, that movie. movie. That's, a, that's I, like three times before even Christmas starts, it's already been like, yes, it has to be played. Yes. Love it. it. it, it it's just great. It's just the... the, the you know, I've seen it you know a thousand times over mm-hmm. the past holidays, and every year I still laugh at the same parts. Oh it's yeah, a, it's always great. And I know most people have like their traditions when it comes to Christmas movie. It could be, you know, uh, Elf. It could be uh, The Grinch. Uh, Home it could Alone. be a Christmas Story. Home Alone, like you said. Uh, or it could be like love actually, you know, something like that. Or it could be as, as simple as, as uh, something as uh, different, like Die Hard, which is in fact uh, a Christmas It's a movie. Christmas movie. It is. Yep. Yes. We discussed yep. this earlier too. Now, my question is to you, Darren, mm-hmm. and I, ha- I have this myself. I have a, a DVD collection. Yes, I am that old, uh, oh, wow. where I have a group of movies that are all Christmas movies that I like to watch. And yes, Die Hard is part of them. Mm-hmm. Die Hard, Die Hard Two, mm-hmm. and One, because they they they, they make sense, mm-hmm. and it has I have a huge bro of just Christmas movies that I, I go through every year and I whatever I stopped the year before and I continue the next year and or pick and choose and uh, yeah I don't know do you have like a group of movies that you you already said and uh, Christmas Vacation is one of them do you yeah. have another more more movies in your little stash that you watch. Do they have to? Do they have to be Christmas related or? Yeah, like they would only watch around Christmas time, like national. Oh, uh, like I, I would say, um, Christmas Vacation, Elf, uh, Home Alone One, Home Alone Two, um, A Christmas Story. Mm-hmm. I think those are my top five. Yeah, those are the staples. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You just did a third top five today. Yeah, there we you go. go. Bonus top five Hell yeah. Nice, yeah. nice. Cool. Yeah. Well, the next week, next week, I'm going to give you guys a full list of all the Christmas movies I have. Mm-hmm. It's a little teaser for next week. A whole list of all the Christmas movies that I have in my collection that I watch every year, every other year. So there you go. The next show. The next show, we do, I'll have that complete list. Looking and then you can, you can judge me live. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, well, Jake, I think it's time for our brand new favorite game that um, I know Jake just loves. It's nope. called Guess Who. <laughs> no, because because I like yeah. the first one, and then 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 uh, and then you made the questions hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one is. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a clue. This one okay. is basketball related, and it's Boom. a basketball player. There you go. Let's okay. do it. 
and yep. and it's a recent one. He he finished his playing career in 2016. Okay. Okay. Yep. All right. Go. So, clue number one. Mm-hmm. I was born February 28, 1980, in Compton, California. Okay. Tells me absolutely nothing. Okay. Okay. I went. My high school was. I was in. Went to high school at Dominguez, in Compton, California. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I went to college at Kentucky. Nineteen ninety-eight to to two thousand two. Mm-hmm. You know it. You know it. I I have an idea. Okay. I have an idea. Okay. I played for the Memphis Grizzlies and Boston Celtics and Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay. Keep going. As a four-time NBA All-Defensive second team from 2005 to 2008. Mm-hmm. Yep. Keep going. I won gold at the 2008 Beijing Olympics representing, representing the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. My first coach in the NBA, I played under head coach Rick Carlisle. Okay, I'm going to take a I guess. Can, I, I, I can hear you clicking away on your phone. No, no, that's my nail. Oh, uh, okay. Um, yeah, are you guessing? Yeah, I'm going to guess. Okay, what's your guess? Kevin Garnett. Incorrect. Oh. I was I was drafted in 2002 in the first round, the 23rd pick overall. And I was selected by the Detroit Pistons. Oh, okay, yeah. You know it now? Keep going. You want one more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just trying to think here. Um I'm currently probably so obvious. Yeah, I'm currently the vice president of basketball affairs for the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, I'm pro- I'm so dumb right now. I was totally, <laughs> I was going down a different direction. <laughs> I know. I was totally going down a different direction. All right, final one, and this should pretty much be the dead giveaway. I've I, I wore number twenty-two. Oh, I don't know fucking numbers for the trade. I should though. Are yeah, you good I'm, 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 no clue. You have no I should clue. know. I should know this because we probably already talked about him today. Uh, probably everyone is screaming into their phones or wherever yeah. they're listening. They, it's so obvious. It Here is. you go. This is the yeah. final clue. Um, I was an NBA champion in 2004. <laughs> That's anyway. <laughs> oh man. And he was drafted in 2002? Yeah. Uh, 
He played for the Pistons from 2002 to 2013. Any guesses? I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Um, Tayshawn Prince. Correct. There you go. Jesus Christ. (laughs) <laughs> Kevin Garnett, I knew you were gonna say I, because when I said Minnesota Timberwolves, you're like, oh, I don't. And then the and the Celtics and, and yeah. all that because that's yeah, yeah. In Memphis, you never played for yeah. Memphis. Memphis, right? Yeah. Well, I just didn't know Deshaun's Prince was drafted. I thought he was drafted earlier than that. Yeah. No, he was twenty third overall. So you can no, no, like time. like like two thousand. Oh yeah, two thousand two. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I I thought he was drafted way earlier than that. Okay, I didn't know he was on the team only two years before they won a championship. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, I thought he's been on the he was on the team a bit longer than that. Dang. So there you go. All righty, that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, you'll get better at it. Yeah. All right. I got I to gotta make one for you one day. Yes, please. I'd love to. I'm sure you're going to give me some random guy that played the Lions in 1974. <laughs> oh, no. You, you know mine are going to be extremely ridiculous one day. Oh, good. I hope so. It's so obvious. <clears throat> he wears a moo and a pencil in his ear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Even better. He throws a challenge flag at an unchallengeable. You know, call. Exactly. <laughs> he takes the wind instead of the ball in overtime. Oh, God. Do you know that one? Oh, it's awful. Yes. Back and forth kind of thing. Exactly. Gets so punched you... by Harbaugh in the back. Absolutely. <laughs> Many guys in there. Many um, guys. Yeah, there you go. That was, that was an awful showing by me. I promise not to rebound the next time. It's going <laughs> <it's gonna> to be <laughs> just as bad. And yeah. uh, hopefully it's entertaining to everybody how awful that was. So, but that was a good, 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 uh, good list there. That was good. It's good, good one. Ah, uh, yeah, there we go. That's it for the show today. I uh, hope everybody enjoyed that. Find us everywhere at ADG Podcast on all your social media. Email us with any issues, concerns, or to laugh at me on how terribly I'm doing on on, <laughs> on this game. Podcast at gmail.com find us everywhere on all your streaming apps spotify apple iHeartRadio, anything else you guys stream your uh podcasts on laugh along with darren and uh enjoy the show find us everywhere and comment on all of our social media facebook instagram you know put on youtube for some reason too so check that out and uh give us some comments some likes some shares and uh, we'll go from there that's it. Another great job there, Jake. Yeah, good job, Darren. Thank you, fun. sir. Yes. Yeah. Good luck to the Pistons tonight in their draft. I will be watching. I know Jake will, too. Glued to my computer. Glued to it. Glued. <laughs> Glued. Exactly. Yeah, now that we got two picks, it's going to make it worth it. The exciting times. It is exciting. All right. So for everyone here at the ADG Podcast, thanks for tuning in. And make sure to follow us on all our social media channels, Instagram, Twitter, just like Jake said. And for the ADG Podcast, I'm Darren. And I'm Jacob. And 
we are 82.